Hey, Macrodosing listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. I've got a, um, does everybody else have a piece of pencil lead stuck in their hand? I have it stuck in my gums. Probably. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna get back. I'm going to circle back to that one, Mad Dog. <laughs> but Avery, do you have one? No, I don't think so. Where Big isn't team? there like a typical no, spot you, for it? Do you guys have one, Arian Coley? I feel like I used to. Do I have a piece of pencil lead stuck in my thumb right now? In your hand, like just from when you were a kid? Like, re- like is that a thing? Like right now? Maybe I, maybe I'm the weirdo. I've got a piece of yeah, lead or graphite or whatever that is. It's like a tattoo. It's been in there for twenty years. Uh, longer than that. Yeah, it's like the same as a tattoo. <laughs> about about twenty nine. Got That's 29 crazy. years in there. Yeah. yeah. It's right there. You can see it. Calling, calling cap on that one. Okay. Well, I was throwing up a pencil in like that, second grade and I caught it and the pencil was sticking out of my hand and hanging down. And then I just pulled the pencil out and the piece of graphite broke off in there. And that's where it is to this day. Same thing with me. And so yours is in your gums? Yeah, it's like a tattoo. If you pull it up, you can see How, it. I was- Do I want to know? Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not anything great. I was like six and I was like doing homework and I was like, basically pretend this is a pencil. I was like- You're chewing like on this. it? No, like I was just like kind of sitting and then my head fell and I went up my uh, gums and then the the lead just the it, like tattooed my gums. So now I have a lead tattoo on my gums. Look That's... at the angle Arian's on right now. And he's got a second laptop. That's just a flex. Well, not. This was my gaming laptop, but it's on and the, and the fan is on and it's hella loud. Y'all can probably hear it, so I'm shutting it off real quick. Yeah, but I went and got it removed and it just didn't work. Um. All right. Well, I guess I guess I'm just a freak then. I thought everybody had like an old pencil wound in their No, hands. I think that's a really common thing. No. Okay. Uh, well, we are waiting for Billy to get back. I don't know if you guys heard it, but um, he should be coming back in the studio. So he's back from his unnamed excursion. Looking forward to discussing with him. Got a lot of positive feedback from the Brian Cox episode. Um, and somebody's doing construction right outside the studio. Lot so of you hear start. that sound? You hear that sound? Yeah. Just this right is, outside. This is the number one sports podcast studio in America. And um, we don't have soundproof windows if there's a fire truck. You'll hear it going by. They're just like, I think they're hammering nails into the windows right now. So it's not, we're, you're probably going to have to listen to that for the rest of the episode. But it is nano dosing. We'll try to make this a shorter nano dosing, make it like an hour. We kind of have to make an hour. So, an hour or less, or your money back. That's what I always say. Um, how are you guys doing? Let's go around the room real quick. Big T. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Coley. Horribly depressed. Yep. Hate that. Arian? I'm bad. <clears throat> I'm trying to fix the goddamn mic um, or this computer. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling amazing, actually. Today's a really good day. Today's a good day. Avery. Today's I, a great day. I know Avery's feeling good. I'm great. Rangers won. How could I not be happy? I Like I, I predicted it on Monday, I said that we'll be here and the series will be tied 2-2, two, two, and it is. And mm-hmm. we're going back to Carolina. All you have to do is steal one at, at Carolina, and then you'll be good. Because They're due for a home loss. They, can't, they are. They can't win on the road. They're due for a home loss. They're 6-0 at home. This is it. And we, a- we played well there. Avery got on TV last night. Yep. Flexing at the camera. We were saying he's a little camera slut. He Avery turns around, and like he finds the camera. He gives it those eyes. You know those eyes. Yeah. I, listen, I'll fucking slut for national television any day of the week. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been cool seeing all the Rangers fans around the office getting really into it. I know it's really tearing memes apart. Okay. Um, Coley, I'm. Am I am I reading too much into it? If I were to say like I know why you're depressed right now. It. I mean, it's certainly on the news. Yeah. 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 Yesterday. So we'll get Celtics. like. <laughs> Nothing to be depressed about there, friend. No, he's oh. he, he's a giant giant uh, Gary Payton Jr. fan. And so yesterday was tough for him. No, um, we can get a little bit serious for a second here because it is, it's something that I feel like, you know, everyone's thinking about, everyone's talking about. And I, I realized last night, and this made me actually like more upset and more depressed. I realized uh, after reading the news about what happened in Uvalde, Texas, that um, I was not, I felt different last night than I did back in 2012 after Sandy Hook. When Sandy Hook happened, I was in like a state of shock for like days. It was just, it was something that we had never really experienced. And it, it really, it really fucked me up for a while. Um, thinking that this could happen like an elementary school with all these innocent kids that had, you know, absolutely never hurt anybody. Um, it's just the, the most disgusting thing ever. And yesterday I was obviously like a little bit sad about it. I was very sad about it, but I didn't have any shock whatsoever. Right. I like it was not unexpected. I was I I was not in a state of disbelief. It was like, oh, this happened again. And at that point, like that, that kind of frightened me. The fact that I wasn't shocked by it anymore. And that made me a little bit more upset by it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, and like it, it, it sucks because it's like like I, I feel like I felt like how you felt when Buffalo happened um, last week, several days ago, whenever it was, yeah, there was no was shock like Thursday there. or Friday. Like it's right. It, it sucks right. that this is happening so frequently that like it's in between shows. Basically, we have to have like two things that we have to separate d- different events and reactions in our brain. It's it right. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I saw it like, I don't know. Everything I read just made me more depressed. And like, typically it's like, I saw KFC talking about this earlier. Like we, we, the big cry has been like, Oh, separate sports from politics. Like, I don't, I don't see how this is politics. I I really don't like, (laughs) I find it hard to be like, this is a political, this is not as a human issue. Like, I don't know. It's a, the Sandy Hook thing, I saw a lot of people say, like, there's that tweet. It's one of the more viral tweets, uh, like, when when that happened and they did nothing about guns, that's when it was over. Uh, like, we made our decision as a country. And it's like, I've seen people saying, like, Sandy Hook was in vain and this and that. Like, I wish it was in vain. It What happened was way worse than being in vain. Uh, Alex Jones, what was that, first episode, one of our first episodes? Yeah. Like, I've been dwelling on it for 12 16 hours now like that what he did and what like it was such a smaller movement then and now that's just become the news like that's the, the he was like this crazy fringe guy and now we have almost exclusively crazy fringe guys <laughs> delivering news to millions of people every day in congress yeah, in Kong, everywhere. Like that's these are the, the talking. These are the debates that are had. Like as if there's 
thing. Why do I have to pick it? There is an obvious side to pick here. The fact that anyone's presenting other sides is insane to me. Um, I've Columbine, like the world used to just stop and obviously just America, but our world used to stop saying when, when Sandy hook happened, like we didn't blog for like a day or two, like the website shut down because it was like, we have to sit and think with this. Now it's so quick. Like, let's just move on. The Red Sox won like 16, three last night. Like I didn't, I didn't enjoy a second of that game. Jason Tatum, first team, all NBA did not care. Like it's, it's going to sit with me for a while. And it, it's not to say that the Buffalo tragedy was less of a tragedy. Um, Cause obviously that sucked too. There was an armed guard there. People just dying grocery shopping. Uh, there's something different with kids though. There's an innocence with kids that was stolen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's I'm, bad. I'm a- I'm a, I'm a, and it, this sucks to say, man, but it's just the truth of where I'm at. Um, it's just I'm desensitized, and it's not a it's not a fun place to be, but uh, I think it's a it's a healthy place to be, and I think everybody else is too. Um, I don't think it's fun to admit it, right? It sounds kind of like assholes to admit it, but the fact of the matter is, unless it hits close to home, like it's almost expected, like crazy shit's gonna happen, and I think as as the internet continues to grow and as we continue to grow as a society, I think that's only going to be more of the case because um, bad shit happens all the time. And I'm not saying don't feel how you feel. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying just for me personally, if you take a personal, um, uh, you know, stance or, or, or a stake, you have a personal stake in every sad news story that happens globally, like you're going to be depressed for sure. You know, you're going to be depressed. And I'm not saying you're wrong for it, bro. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, I don't I'm, think you are. That's not. You know, I, I just don't want it to take the wrong way. Because I think, you know, like the, the, the buffalo hit a certain community in a different way. This will hit people in a different community a certain way. And like, and it's okay to feel how you feel about any situation that comes about. I just think, but like personally, you, you, you have to find like peace about shit like this that happens in the world. Because like, there's, there's no, in America, the this is like, you trying to hurt cats, trying to trying this gun debate is hurting cats. This is not going to happen. Um, you have a certain set of people who believe that guns are intrinsic, that God gave you light, water and guns. Like, that's just it. Like, and there's nothing you could do about that. Like, and that's an entire half of the country. There's just, I just, I don't see any remedy for it. And so, and so now it's like, I, it's like I hate to say it. I'm, I'm expecting shit. I expect shit like this to happen, and and when when it happens, you know the crazier part. I was I was um, reading this FBI report, and they were saying, um, "How do you stop mass shootings?" And and they were like, "There's really no because everybody is there's more guns in America than our people. There are human beings. It's fucking wild to think about. But there's so many guns out there. And there's so much access and easy access to guns that it's it's an inevitable probability that this shit like this is going to happen." He said, "The only way to minimize it is to stop reporting on it." That's what he was saying. Yeah, I mean that's dude, what we're doing the, with fucking the pandemic. Like we, the dude, the dude was saying he's like the, the best way to, to stop it because if it's not in a news cycle constantly, then it doesn't incentivize other people. Um, that, that was like that's like one you know slice of the pie of how to to to, to manage it. But I, I guess yeah. my counter to that to be like society was shut down for a year and it wasn't reported on because it wasn't happening, and then the second people got back outside, it started happening again. 
Oh, we just need another pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think the the thing I've been struggling with the most is how uh, like helpless I feel. Like, there's there appears to be a solution, right? Other countries have happened upon a solution. We ignore said solution. Uh, in fact, it's like you're un-American if you even bring it up. And so it's like, well, all right, like I just have to sit by and watch. Like I, I'm bringing a kid into the world in two weeks. Like I feel selfish about that. Like I, I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't feel guilty about bringing another young life into this world. I should feel ecstatic. I should be thrilled. Well, a lot uh, of people do not. like to, to Billy's point, like when he was um, uh, stroking Elon Musk, Elon Musk, you just tweeted the other day, something about how like people are having less and less kids. And this is part of the problem. They're like scared to bring kids into the world. One, two, it's hella expensive. And like, it's, it's expensive to live. So those kind of things, like people are like, feel good. I mean, I, and I do too. I got four kids, dog. And it's like, it hits home because my sister's a teacher and my shorty right now, she's a teacher. And so they, she got ready to, I'm in Portland, Oregon. She got ready to go to work today and I'm texting her throughout the day. She's like, it just feels really dry. Like, it's just like, everybody's on edge. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Like at a fucking school where you're teaching elementary kids, like you're, scared of getting shot that is what it's a wild this is a wild state of affairs man but yeah. i've I've kind of reached the point where i i feel like nothing's going to change i mm. i even though there are certain measures that you can take that are supported by i think last i checked 90 percent, 90 so there'll be some people out there that are like oh you fucking libs Guess what? 90% of America, 90, 90% of America doesn't agree on shit. Right. <laughs> but we all agree that like there are some things that you can do. Like I, I've just reached a point where it's like try to try to compromise and try to take some baby steps. Like we're, it, it, they're not nothing drastic is going to happen. I was telling Big T this earlier, but I, I kind of don't think that gun owners are the problem. Like people that, that have owned guns for a while, like they're probably pretty safe with their guns. It's the people that have something bad happen to them and they have like a psychotic break. The ability for them to go out and get a gun at a moment's notice and not right. just a gun, but a gun that can carry, you know, like like 30 round clips like we don't you don't need a 30 round clip. If you ask law enforcement, they'll tell you we can't deal with people that have extended magazines because we're going to be outgunned and it's not a situation where we can take them down on our own easily before they inflict a lot of damage like that that to me is the problem is that it's a, a psycho out there can go out and get a gun at a moment's notice with very yes there are some background checks that are woefully inadequate um they do stop some people but they're obviously not doing their job uh, but there are things that you can do to like try to mitigate some of these things like limit the types of guns that you can get without a more extensive background check limit the capacity of the magazines that that the public can go out there and buy limit the amount of ammunition that that you can buy at a given time like i i feel like these are the word you know, like the, the whole common sense gunner from that's almost become just like something that people say like common sense and it doesn't really mean anything unless you explicitly say like what you want to do to limit things those to me are are like things that we can tackle that we should be able to tackle and compromise on and at least start to take some baby steps because you're not going to pass anything drastic in this country. It's just not going to happen. The gun lobbies are too powerful. So yeah, like, why, 
let's do some what? fucking baby steps out here. My, I think the biggest change that could happen that's indirectly impactful is like, I, I do not understand why, and I know I've said this before, why lobbying is legal. I have no idea why it's legal. Yeah, why companies can can influence Congress Cause, people? Because the because the lobbyists ensure that it is. Yes, of course, but it's more like <laughs> the lobby lobby. Outside of the greed <laughs> from politicians, like if if, and I'm like it, I'm I don't care. Like both sides are making money off this shit. So like this isn't like only certain people. Only certain people appear to be taking gun money, but this is just a lobbyist issue in general. Like. Even when you're talking about like other people, like I, I do feel like most gun owners are probably responsible, right? I feel like I could make a very similar argument for drug users. Most drug users are pretty responsible when they're not getting killed by fentanyl that they had nothing to do with. That's super illegal, but that's someone's hobby. So where do we draw this line with hobbies? Right. People saying that that uh, you can't legislate against evil. You can't like make evil against the law. <laughs> We do all the time in this country. Yeah. Like, Fucking the, the attorney general in Texas was just like, yeah, laws don't work. We know that. Like, what? Is, that is your job. Murder buddy. is illegal, right? Like, you can make that same argument just about murder. Like, oh, well, you know, it's it's pointless to have a law against it because people are going to do it anyways. No, it deters right. some people. Definitely. It, it, makes it, it makes it more difficult to do. Like, it, it limits the number of murders. So, like, legislating something to do with uh, with gun control should not be like we shouldn't just throw our hands up and be like, well, bad guys are going to be able to do it anyways. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure bad guys will be able to find guns if they have to, if they're determined enough. You're probably never going to stop that in a country that, like you said, has more guns than there are people. That toothpaste is out of the tube out there. There's enough guns floating around that people will be able to get their hands on guns. But we can also make certain things illegal that make it harder for people that tried to get a gun and inflict as much damage as possible on a large number of people, we can do things that limits their ability to do so. I think, I think, I think we have a, it's a, it's a gun culture problem here. Like addiction. We, yeah, we have a problem. And, and like, when you tell people that they're like, it's just their hobby. Like your hobby is to shoot shit. And that's wild. Like your hobby is to shoot shit. Like, that's I mean, I understand that like, we all have our our likes and dislikes and I, I don't understand it. Like there's nothing I can relate to. I'm not we got plenty of it. likes that are illegal. Yeah, I don't say I, I'm just saying like I, I just don't. I don't think like you can't reel this back in because you've made it legal thus far and you've okayed it in the minds. So that it's like it's synonymous with freedom. So it's like my freedom means I get to shoot shit right legally. Right. And and once that like is is in the ethos at all it can never be taken back and you have it's like you you, you got to be careful what you introduce your mind to we've introduced freedom in america as being able to have a gun in the sense of like you know and, and they'll justify it however they want to like protecting themselves from tyranny or whatever the stupid shit is like that's fine but like you have to admit when you look around the country and you look at the global data there's an issue here there's an absolute issue here yeah, and, and if you whether you want to admit that shit or not, it's you got you got to face you got to face the mirror, and like the only way to to stop this shit is I don't even I'm gonna pretend to have an answer, but you got to at least admit there's an issue though. But like a lot of these like they just want to admit there's an issue. Like 
It is what it is. He no, was well, going to be here. Some people are saying that there there is an issue. Um, actually, like everybody admits that there is an issue. Even you know people that uh, are against gun control, they know that there is a problem in America with mass shootings and and the ability to kill a lot of people. Some people say like, oh, it's a mental health issue. I agree. I agree. It's a mental health issue. So let's do something about it. <laughs> if it's a mental health issue, then yeah, te- Texas uh, just declined. It was something that was going to give 1.4 million people free access to health care, and they they voted against it. So yeah. it's like, all right, well, if it's a mental health issue, like you said, why didn't you pass that? Yeah. Free- Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and get over your depression and your bipolar and your schizophrenia and get over that shit. Free counseling, free mental health care could help some of this. It's probably <clears throat> not. It's probably not the complete and total solution. But again, baby steps probably would limit some of the instances where this does happen. I was talking to this about my shorty because uh, she was like, she's going to go in there. She's like, I'm going to talk to my class about it today. And I'm like, that's, I was like, man, it's, 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 I don't know if you should do that without consulting your faculty. Yeah. And she's like, why? And I was like, because, I mean, she got an email last year because she was talking about voting. She was, and she didn't say who to vote for. She didn't say who won. She didn't say anything. All she was talking about how voting works to her second graders. And she got an email from her, from uh, some parent who was like, I don't want my kids learning about that. And yeah, yeah, you're politicizing. I was like, what the fuck is crazy, right? So like, you got to be careful what you bring up to kids. And this is a wild one to bring up. And, but she's just talking about um, um, bringing it up. And and the hesitancy around it is it was, was alarming to me. It's like, you can't even, you got to walk on eggshells about, potentially introducing like drills for shit like this, because like, although it's a very in the, in the, you know, mass amount of data or whatever, like it's a, it's a rare occurrence at a school and it's unlikely to happen at a school at your school, but it's still something that I mean, shows a fire, but we have fire drills. Right. So it's right. like, it's, it's something that they have to take into account. And, and, and obviously there's an emotional factor in, that's involved into it that actually affects them. It's like, hold on, I'm a teacher. Like, this shit might happen, but it's just like the hesitancy around it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not even a teacher. I'm like, yo, you gotta be careful. You know what I mean? You don't want to get reprimanded for, for that type. And she was like, fuck that shit. I'm talking to him. Like, I'm with you. It's just <laughs> wild. Like, I still can't get on a plane without taking my shoes off. They fixed that shit on day one. Because day one, one that, guy didn't even, that guy didn't even succeed. He, he failed, and we had a fix for that real quick. We just don't even try here. And it's infuriating. Billy just walked in. What's up, guys? Uh, I low-key think that there's a total economic benefit in, like, there was profit-seeking with a lot of the airport security. They didn't want you to be able to bring in any food, so you had to spend money before your flight. And that was, like, the basis of a lot of that TSA stuff, looking back on it. It probably had had something to do with it. But um, I I don't know. We We definitely don't have all the answers because you know we're just guys and girls sitting around talking about but i feel like the there there are things that you can do right now to at least limit some of the carnage that somebody is able to inflict on other people i i can't you can't be like i'm going to take all the guns because it's not going to happen there are too many people people that rely on guns for you know hunting that's a legitimate thing a big part of this country they hunt they kill their own meat in a way that's like more sustainable and and probably healthy than uh, using the factory farming system, 
that's not something that we're going to limit anytime soon, nor nor should we really. Um, there's self-defense, which I think is a legitimate thing to talk about when there are so many guns out there. And people yeah, are able it's self-defense against other guns. Like against, That's where it loses me. Yeah, I guess it is. It's against other guns. But the reality is like there are people that have a lot of guns out there. And so if you want to protect your family, like I understand why people would be reluctant to give up their weapons for self-defense. But if you want to go out and get a gun, there should be there should but absolutely be limits on what a new gun owner can purchase. And I think that's a big part of the conversation that is like just a red herring to me. It's like and they'll and they'll use it. They'll say, you want to take my guns? It's like, all right, nobody. I don't think nobody rational that, that understands the country that they live in is saying, let's take your guns. Like, I don't think anybody's saying that. I think we're just like pushing for stringent background checks, shit like that. Like. You I think know, interviews, uh, stuff like that. There absolutely hardest. are people saying, take your guns. Some some people Nobody's are saying, saying that, though. Nobody, but, nobody no, is honestly saying. No, I've been hearing that since 07. Nobody's saying that. Was, that was what Obama was So then, to. so I, Beto. first of all, I, I don't think you're going to find people more in favor of very stringent background checks than gun owners. I think you should have to undergo a, a stringent mental health <clears> evaluation, <throat> a criminal, like if I... I, if you want to say, like, if you've ever been arrested for anything, you shouldn't be allowed to own a gun. I'd be down with that. Like, well, that's like, a, that's the problem with what happened yesterday. Like that kid wasn't arrested. Right. To my but I, I believe there was like mental. For sure. Really yes. quick. Disturbance. I um, have no idea what what happened. Um, There was a school shooting yeah, in um, school shooting. Texas. Oh, fuck. There's 19 people dead now. Two people injured. No, no. Oh, is it 21? 20, 21. I thought it was 19 kids. I don't know. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could be it. Elementary school. Keep going, Big T. Well, but yeah, I was just saying like, like in terms of like PFT said 90% of Americans, you can't get 90% of Americans to agree that the sky's blue if you walked outside. Right. Um. So like if, I, w Coley, when you said like, I, I think you said the solution is very obvious, but like didn't expound on that. Like, what is that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have no problem saying take everyone's guns. I've got no problem saying that. And I understand I say that from a, a point of view where I'm a six, five white guy and I'm, I have nothing to fear in this country. I truly have nothing to fear other than guns. But guns like, are the great equalizer. Well, hold on. Let me, let me continue. Okay. In my entire life, I've never understood guns, really weaponry in general, uh, but guns specifically. Uh, and I understand it comes from a point of where I, truly have nothing i can ride the subway by myself at 3 a.m no one's gonna mess with me like i understand that comes from like if i were a five foot one uh black woman would i have a different view probably um but from where i sit and i see the rest of the country and i see all the, the rest of the world uh and i see all the statistics and i see what happened in the uk when they made very strict gun laws and people are like, well, there will be more stabbings. The U.S. has a higher stabbings rate than the U.K. still to this day. Um, when I look at Japan, and I know your points about like homogenous countries that are smaller than us, but when I look at what Japan requires of people to get a gun, I have no idea why we cannot apply that in this country. I truly don't. I don't understand, other than the lobbyists and the money. And I, I get that we're a greedy society and uh, capitalistic society. But when I see what it takes, the what you pretty much everything you were just saying, um, the mental health evaluations, the the constant check ins like it, when we talk about freedom in this country, we 
we never bring up responsibility. The You have to be responsible to earn that freedom. I'm not saying take away people's freedom. That would be insane. That's slavery. Um, but if, if we're going to have this freedom, like that's not just like balls to the wall, 100 miles per hour every second of every fucking day. I get everything I want. And that's that's my God given right. No, it's not. If you're not going to be responsible, that's why we have jail. If you're not responsible with your freedom, you don't get to participate in society. Uh, I think what, freedom in general has been so like mismarketed. Yes. Like you don't have freedom. People think that they have freedom. Like you have the illusion of freedom. Like if you think you have freedom, stop going to work. <laughs> Watch how fast you start. That's not freedom. You don't have freedom. There, there are, there are, like you said, there are responsibilities that you have to abide by. And there are um, obligatory social norms that you have to abide by like that you don't want to do i don't want to stop at every stop sign or stop at every traffic light but i don't have i have the freedom to do so but you can cause chaos like i know that is a microcosmic analogy but it's but it's the truth and like that, that's why i said this is not you hurting cats with this shit and when i say people nobody rational is trying to take your guns nobody rational that's that's legislating like it's not gonna it's not gonna happen you're not gonna legislate away guns in america because it is synonymous with freedom like that side of the aisle feels like God gave you the right to have a gun. And there's no, and once you arguing with that shit, once you arguing, once you boxing with that dude in the sky, there's, you're going to lose that fight. See, 10 you times see, you keep saying shit like that. Like if we're all in agreement of like background checks, very stringent, things like that. I don't, we're think not all at, we're not all in agreement on that. What do you mean? I'm there talking are people us, that lobby against that here. Oh, okay. The six of us. Macrodosia. Like, yes. Like, okay. I, I think there are there is a high number of Republicans and gun owners who would agree with that. Now, then why isn't it? Why isn't it legislative? Those people aren't making laws. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Legislatively. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Did you see, like the, a, did you see the video from Herschel Walker's last night? No, God, no. Uh -uh. They booed, what is that? They booed when Biden called for. I mean, Biden had a terrible speech. I'm not here to give him props for a terrible speech, but they booed when he talked about gun restriction so like i i can't even agree with the 90 percent. like i i saw a lot of gun owners today who were calling for uh better background checks and stuff like that but i can't sit here and be like yes all of the other side thinks that way i right, know they but, don't but restriction what does that mean like for sure to yeah, restrict we'd have, we'd have to so, get into it i mean i just told you i want what japan has do you like, that doesn't seem right crazy. but but you also said before that like take all the guns like do you think that that's is, my personal thing i understand that's never going do you happen. think that's like feasible no 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 like, I, like I'm, I'm with coley in a sense like i don't i would love it if there was zero guns but i'm i'm a rational agent in america knowing that there will always be guns so there has to be some kind of hindrance in order to get it like there should be some kind of hindrance in order to get it Okay, here's what Japan does. Uh, you have to join a hunting or shooting club, take a firearm class, pass a written exam, which is held up to three times a year, get a doctor's note saying you're mentally fit and do not have a history of drug abuse, apply for a permit to take firing training, which may take up to a month, describe in a police interview why you need a gun, pass a review of your criminal history, gun possession record, employment, involvement with organized crime groups, personal debt and relationships with friends, family, and neighbors, apply for a gunpowder permit, take a one-day training class and pass a firing test, obtain a certificate from a gun dealer describing the gun you want, buy a gun safe and an ammunition locker that meets safety regulations, allow police to inspect your gun storage, pass an additional background review, 
and then you can get your gun. So um, there's a lot of and things. They limit the types of guns you can purchase. There's a lot of things in that which will never happen in America. I'll just say like right now, you're wasting your breath if, if you think that all that stuff is going to happen in America. But there are certain. I things. never said I think it's going yeah. to happen. That's what I want. Yeah. I think that like there people don't really die from guns in Japan. They just don't. And meanwhile, yeah. it's the leading as of I think it was as of yesterday, we crossed the threshold where children became uh, gun death became the leading cause of death in children in America. It's not cars. It's not accidents. It's guns. Yeah, I, I think at the very least, like a psycho should not be able to go to a store and uh, and buy a gun spur of the moment. Yeah, right? I mean, this kid on, on his 18th birthday went and bought one same day. Yeah. <laughs> and what are we doing? I mean stepping away from the gun laws i think we definitely have to start infiltrating these discord chats these eight chans that have all these dudes getting radicalized because that, this kid wasn't radicalized he was just a good old-fashioned bullied well i don't i don't know if we know everything about the guy that's I, fair i, I, I fair. haven't really done that much digging into it but like 12 hours 24 hours afterwards we probably don't have like a full picture of what happened but Billy's right. Like the, the anonymous message boards are, it's become a game to them and it's sick, but like they talk about getting the high score in public shootings. Like, did you see their mm -hmm. response to this? Uh, I know that they're, they were flooding the internet with misinformation that quickly got picked up and like screen grabs posted online being like, Oh, this is a trans kid. Right. And it, it was a completely different person. And they're just, <clears throat> they're making stuff up because like, the the psychos and like Billy's biggest enemies, the incels out there, they um they've reached a point where they're just nihilists now, and so they this treat will, everything like it's a game. This and, is what I'm saying, bro. Not everybody deserves free. like like freedom is like this God given right. Like, bro, you don't you don't even know what freedom is. Like, and I say that as somebody who is financially free, and like I wake up and I do whatever I want to do. It's the scariest shit in the world. Like, it's scary, dog. And I, and 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 it's 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 if you really give people freedom, and this is what you're talking about, like with Elon Musk banging for Twitter and then free open ideas, like this shit, this is this the kind of shit that can happen if you don't regulate people. Regulation is a public safety issue. Like it, it you to, to give people free reign to do whatever they want, bro. Not everybody is playing with the same deck of cards as you. Not everybody wake up and just go to work and have a good day and come home, bro. People are crazy out there if you have if, and if you have true freedom of speech then you can get on an anonymous message board and you can say like uh you know life is meaningless we're being replaced uh the you know other shooters that we've seen those guys are legends if i were to do it here's how i would do it and then other people being like yeah you should do it you should do it get the high score go out there and then you're able to just go into a store buy a gun and go out there and, and enact your plans like that is it is ultimate freedom of speech that people are using, and it's it's really fucking backfiring on us. Um, so, you know, I, again, I, I don't know. I don't have all the solutions. I know that there are certain things that are never going to happen in this country, no matter how badly most of us want them to happen. But I think it's like it's high time that if if you don't I'm done with hearing people saying that won't work without having a solution of their own. All right. Have a solution. Like I'm, I'm open. I'm all ears. Like we we're talking about mental health earlier. I'm all ears to that. Yes, it is a mental health problem. Kids are being prescribed medication at a rate that we have not ever seen in this country, where we don't know some of the long-term and short-term side effects. Yet we're still studying some of these medications. Study them, yes, but also 
let's make it harder for those people if they do have a psychotic break to go out there and, and buy a fucking 30 round magazine, um, which like, again, we're talking about baby steps here, but it, it decreases the amount of people that you can shoot. You have, to, it takes time to reload. That's time that law enforcement could be circling you and closing in on you. And yeah, you might save, you know, four, five lives, six lives. Maybe that turns up to like seven or eight lives. Who knows? But it's like, it's high time for some baby steps at this point. Cause we're not doing the big ones. We're not doing the big leaps. It's just not going to happen. But this is, this is a big part of the reason why I'm just a pessimist because it's not like I, you know, I mean, I do have a general love for people, but I just don't believe in them. I don't believe in people. I don't believe, I believe their self-interest will always trump the greater good. Um, and this is why I just expect this. Shit. I just expect shit like this. And I spend my time trying to take care of my little world, making sure my little world is the best it could be and making sure that I raise my kids to be nice, kind, responsible patrons. I also think the online discourse around it has gotten so, so like poisonous where it's, it's like a product of the world that we live in, where the, the wildest takes are the ones that are getting amplified the most. Um, and so what's getting lost in all that is normal people for the most part can agree on a lot of this stuff. And you have to kind of tune out some of the crazier people online that are, that are screaming and, and making this seem like, you know, and it, I, I don't want to both sides because I don't think it's both. I think it's more about like people that are just kind of like poisoned from uh, like Internet discourse and Internet irony. Um, I think by and large, if you look around, everybody knows that something has to change. And I'm just I'm, I've reached a point where I'm sick of people that have no alternate solution being like, nope, that's not going to work. Sorry. Like if you're, if your answer is legitimately, we need more guns and we need more, we need to make it easier to get guns. Arm the teachers. Yeah. So if you know teachers <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> like how many elementary school teachers do you know? I know a lot of elementary school teachers actually, and none of them want to be carrying a gun in the classroom or have a gun no. in the classroom. The, zero, they, these people, zero of them, just, as a matter of fact. They were just grooming our children to be transsexual uh, a week ago. <laughs> They've got enough on Gender, their plate. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. A week ago, that's what the <laughs> teachers. Now we got to arm them. Yeah, I mean, teachers don't want to be doing that shit. Trust no, me. I legit, I, I legit asked my shorty. I was like, "Would you like if it was legal? Would you want to carry a gun in a class?" She said, "No, bro, I don't want a fucking gun." <laughs> let's I, think, listen, uh, this, this the people that were armed could have stopped this kid from running into the school. They didn't. Like that, that's a thing that happened in the real world. Guns I, did not stop this. I seen this clip where there's this dude, he was on Fox News. I don't, I don't know if they take him seriously, but he was like, you need, you need, he's like, this is the problem. You need armed security guards, every school, you need, uh, you need uh, trips and locks so that when he hits a trip, it locks him in that room. And like, it's, it's jail. He's talking about the fucking. He's talking about, about maids. He's describing jail. Actually, I remember the NRA's the NRA's uh, suggestion last time after Sandy Hook was we're going to start um, a worldwide or a nationwide coalition of volunteer armed service people or armed guards that will be stationed at the school. So you're just essentially saying like, okay, some guy in the neighborhood raises their hand. They're like. I'm good with guns. Can I come hang out in the school for a while? I don't think we're understanding like the unintended consequences that go along with that. The, when you just have ideas that doesn't really answer to anybody. That's just like, yeah, I I'm, I'm willing to volunteer my time 
I'm guarding William William Taft Elementary. This on me. (laughs) He wakes up in the morning, puts face paint on, bro. You don't want that shit. Yeah, that's it's it's not going to be a good solution. But um, I so when I was talking to Big T earlier, I think I think like as somebody who's you know in favor of gun rights, Big T also knows that like there's the the people that out out there that are armed gun owners or uh, responsible gun owners they know that this is a problem too. Like if you own a gun and you're responsible with it, you understand what those weapons can do to people and you don't want psychos to go out there and to be able to get a gun easily either. I think that's, again, it's like 10% of the people that are loudest online that are like, no, there's there should be no restrictions whatsoever because that's what God told us in the Second Amendment. And by the way, an amendment is just, people are like, well, you can't change amendments. That's what an amendment is. An amendment is a change <laughs> to the Constitution. Uh, now, we're never going to be able to get rid of, of guns in America, I don't think. But we can certainly – there's nothing in the Second Amendment that says, like, everybody in America should be able to own whatever weapon they want and get it as easily as they want. I think They were talking about, like, dope. cannons and shit when they wrote that. They were, like, literal can- – yeah, if everyone had a cannon and they had to, like, load it up, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with cannons. <laughs> I think I think as adults in this country, like you, we need to take a hard look at our political arena. And what I mean by that is, I seen this shorty, and it's not it was not just her. I think I seen this shorty. She was campaign she's on a campaign trail, and on her bus it said "God, uh, babies, and guns." Yeah, big like, block that. Yeah, like it's. And and that is definitely hyperbolic, but it's not it's it's not so far out of the realm of of what we see in our political arena that it's like it's not abnormal. <clears throat> like our our politicians are campaigning like boxing events and boxers, like where you say the most hyperbolic shit to draw a crowd and draw a size of a crowd. Like it's the reason why fandom around politicians is the most dangerous shit that there is because all of these things, all we're doing is legislating thoughts was as hard as it is. It's very hard to legislate thoughts, but behind it, you have this, these, this hyperbolic messaging that becomes, it just becomes idiocy in the, in the, in the idea of like, we actually have to talk about these ideas in a very serious way, but it doesn't become that it becomes talking points. We, we actually have to hold our politicians accountable, man. Like, like stop, like, fanboying and fangirling over these fucking politicians. They're just people that majority are not that smart. A lot of these motherfuckers are not that smart, dog. And we need to hold them accountable for how they interact with the public because it's 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 diluting, it's polluting our, our mental pool in America. It is it is gross. It is it is it's just when you look at like the bumper stickers, now I don't fuck what side of the aisle you on. All that shit is dumb. It's fucking all bumper stickers. It's just fucking. I mean, yeah, we we can make that argument too. Bumper stickers are pretty fucking stupid. I got, I I gotta go spend 40, 50 racks on a car, put a sticker on it. (laughs) Weird as fuck. I also think there's like, if if you see a car that has like 10 bumper stickers on it, the person that's driving that car is usually pretty lame. Like, (laughs) you have to put all of your thoughts on the back of your car because you're not able to, to express what your point of view is without having like snarky stickers all over the back. Would Billy say like bumper stickers are the original tweets? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, can we can we like lighten the mood? This is a lot. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. That's part of the problem. Oh. It's a lot. It's been a lot for a long time. Hey Billy, time. Billy man. Sometimes, bro, 
we're going to talk about politics and that may piss off our constituents. It may piss off the people. Not everybody going to agree with us, dog. That's okay. This is a podcast where we just get up, we, we get on and we talk about things that are pressing us, that are pressing the country. Like you can't worry about analytics. You can't worry about people. Like, that's where I feel. I, I could be wrong, brother, but I feel like you, a lot of the times you try to um, ease the waters of the conversation because people don't like what we talk about. It's not or people. Yeah. It's to hell uncomfortable, but yeah. It's it's a part of it's, a, it's to me it's a part of like a good um, diverse. I feel like we have a really good show, man. Like sometimes yeah. not everybody's gonna agree with everything anybody says, dog. Like it's it is what no, it is. No, I know. I'm just I'm being stupid. I just got off like a four hour car. You're not trip. being stupid. That's how most people feel, and that's part of why nothing's changed. Is people are uncomfortable with this, so it it just keeps getting the can keeps getting kicked down the road, and it's not on you. It's that's how most people feel, but it, it's. I don't know. This one, this one really pissed me the fuck off. Like bad. This shit can't happen. I, I'm tired. I'm genuinely very tired of learning about towns. I should have never heard of in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I don't like these towns. I'm tired of learning about these places because something unfathomably horrific happens. Like, I, I don't want to hear about these places. No more. No more. I, I think I think that's something we, we could actually agree on. Um, that, that could be bipartisan is what PFT brought up earlier is like if it's a mental health issue right and if if you're a Republican and if you're a Democrat and if you're a libertarian or whatever if you if you believe that mental health is a big issue like you have to acknowledge that mental health is expensive therapy is expensive and so people need help getting help and there should be bipartisan support about clinics, about mental health clinics across this country. Like that, that should be, I feel like that is a huge, like PFT said, baby step towards actually, I don't even know if it's a solution to gun violence, but a solution that like a lot, a big, a big point real quick. And I'm gonna get off my high horse. A big point my, my, um, my girl brought up when we was talking um, was that when we were growing up, talking about your emotions and stuff like that was kind of not a thing. And she was like, in our in our classrooms and in my classroom, I talk about how those kids feel. How are you feeling? How does that make you feel? Talk to me how it makes you feel. I, like, I know you're upset. Tell me why you're upset. Like, that kind of shit is doing a really big part in changing the way kids are brought up and how they express themselves and, and being heard and felt. And, and that's the kind of shit to me. And that's why I always call it a little hero, because, like, that's the kind of shit that actually matters. And as adults, like, we're, we, I think our generation was like, we're, we're the ones that said, yo, this ain't right. Like, I feel something and I'm going to express that shit. And and we need to facilitate that to, throughout the country to have to have actually real legislation to help people get access to this shit because therapy helps, man. Like, I, I've been depressed. I've been borderline suicidal before. You know, it's crazy to admit, but therapy helps. Having people around that 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 relate to you, that can understand you, that don't judge you, that shit helps, bro. Dude, I don't fuck what, how much money you have, how much money you don't have. Everybody needs somebody, man. So I feel like that's a bipartisan thing. The other conversation is going to be uncomfortable to have. If we do delve into mental health and how that can limit somebody's ability to purchase a weapon is, you know, like if you go back and you look at Virginia Tech, there are things in uh, in Cho Sung Wee's past that you would look at and be like, this person should not have been able to purchase firearms. Um, we, you know, a lot of people are saying that 
mental health is a bigger conversation. Well, okay. If we get into that and we're able to diagnose people, you, everybody out there knows somebody that you could spot as like a ticking time bomb when they were a kid or like going up through high school or whatever, or even in the workplace. Like there are people that we know that have been like, okay, there's something off about this individual. And it's, you know, more, a lot of times when you hear about uh, a shooter after the fact, it's like, everybody was like, yeah, there's something, there was always something that was messed up about this person. Um, the uncomfortable conversation is going to be if we do get people into mental health, uh, into therapy, into interventions, then the conversation that comes after that is, well, we do need to restrict their freedom and their ability to purchase a firearm. And so then, so because therapy is not going to help everybody necessarily, no. there are still people that are actively involved in therapy that should not be owning weapons. And so then we need to figure out, okay, well, you know what, like it or not, it is going to be the responsibility of the state to limit certain people from purchasing weapons. And so that's the conversation that I don't know if the people that are advocating for mental health are ready to have that part of the conversation just yet, but that's a pretty big component to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Billy, lighten the mood. We've just, we discussed it for a long time, about 50 minutes. Uh, just, I felt like we needed to, to get that off our chest yeah. a little bit and talk about it. I mean, Billy, I, say I something had no idea. Um, well, you guys are looking handsome. Thank you, Mad Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog, you're looking handsome. Mad Dog, you're looking uh, glory. What was the fuck? <laughs> glorious. 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 Mad Dog's looking glorious. glorious. Here comes a trip a to HR. Oh, Aries. <laughs> glorious. Actually, here, here, this will lighten the mood because I guarantee you, Billy has a piece of graphite or lead stuck in his body somewhere. Oh, yeah, dude. I have them all in my hands. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, dude, and I also have I also have one in the hip, dude. I I used That's, to get. I thought you lose skin cells. Like this is why I'm skeptical about your claim. I thought skin cells like like always regenerate. But, but it's like a tattoo. It's like embedded it's underneath yeah. underneath my skin. It's subcutaneous. So yeah. Billy, how many would like you, tattoo? How many do you have? Well, I have to say, like I got into rock fights when I was little. Like we would straight up just stab each other with pencils. Mm -hmm. I I'm sorry. I mean, kind of too soon about no. school stuff. Like, no, he said stab people with pencils. We would though? stab you yeah. like we just like do crazy sh like I don't know. We were kids, yeah. we were idiots. I'm the only one that has graphite stuck underneath my skin in this in this room. No, no, I, 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 oh, you uh -uh, well, Ma do. Mad Dog has it in her gums. <laughs> I but like I don't know if I can still see it, but I actually think this is one camera. But I, it was wild. Yo, take a picture of, of it and send it to the group. Okay, well, I'll forward it over to you guys. I need, I need a new nickname for you. It's too many syllables. I can't. It's three three syllables for a nickname. Just don't. It ain't it. <laughs> call him PP. That's what he discussed. I, I'm definitely not gonna do that. I think I'm gonna call him PD. PD. Yeah, PD's alright. I like PD. Who am I? PD Pub. All right, Real, sending throw, it over. Throw back right. Throw back right there. That's a great song. We gotta wrap soon, right? Yeah, we gotta wrap in about um, five to ten minutes. So, do we have voicemails? I don't have any voicemails today. We played them. We played those all on Monday after you left. Okay, Billy, what do you think about Kyle Long being your biggest fan? Um, hype. I've been off the internet, but I I was supposed to go hog hunting with Kyle. I think we tweeted about that a long time ago. Okay, Billy, how are yeah. you feeling to be back in society? It's weird. I mean, I came back. I mean, I have like all I have like dirt all over me. 
dust. It's pretty. That's not a huge change from the norm. Yeah, he's like Linus yeah, from, but this from Charlie is, Brown. But this is outside. Is that the one that? No, it's Pigpen. My bad. Pigpen. Pig yeah. Linus had the blanket. blanket. Yeah. Uh huh. Dude, we gotta Which, get him I mean, on He was show. dragging that thing on the ground constantly. There's no chance that was sanitary. Good point. Billy, it's, I want to tag you. We were talking about that earlier. That I, like a to study. You know how they study wildlife migration? Yeah. Like they'll tag like a deer. I want to. I want to tag you just to know where you go. I covered an insane amount of ground in the woods. Yo, what part of the hand is it in? I can't see it. Oh, that's like my thumb. Actually, that probably looks like <laughs> it's. That's like the palm, like the soft part under your thumb. Oh, it's a little spot. Yeah, that yeah. little spot right there. That's graphite. It's graphite. Yeah. yeah. From the tip of is the it, it's, I'm, I'm guessing it's not poisonous. Tell you what, everybody out there that's that's listening to this, reply to the tweet that we put out announcing nanodosing reply to it with a picture of your graphite injury that you have underneath your skin or lead injury that you have from elementary school and if you don't childhood scars i have like six on my forehead how many times did you fall down as a child (sighs) well it was more of like running around yeah it was a lot did you run into a lot of things yeah (laughs) corners of doors all right everyone go around the room you got you got you got soft hands don't you Billy? No, dude, I got fuck. You want to see my calluses, bro? I just look from this picture. I, I don't remember dapping you up if they were soft or not, but from the picture, yeah, wait, that's soft. PFT's hand though. That's I got my hand. meaty oh, paws. No, the second, no, the second one, the second one, the second one. Oh, PFT looks like he has rougher hands. For Billy, sure. oh yeah, it's Billy out of looks focus, like he's got bro. Soft hands. What are you talking about? Look at these fucking. No, Billy, mitts. those look like soft hands. Shut up. I'm just, I'm resending. <laughs> hey, you know who got like the soft? You know who had the softest hands I've ever I've ever shook before? Who? Drake. Drake. Oh, I bet. Bruh, bruh, I shook his hand. I was like, bruh, have you ever grabbed anything? Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, I was like wildly confused. Though. There's there's another dude in this office with wildly soft hands. And it literally like, I sometimes think it's a woman grabbing me. Hey, say wow. Like, wow. like if they like go rub your shoulders, I'm just like, who the fuck who's, touching? who's, who's they, going bro? around? Okay, rubbing wait, now shoulders. let me guess. Out. With the there's shoulder a, there's rub. A, oh, now I know a who guy, it is, I think. There's a guy with soft hands walking around the office rubbing shoulders. I think or like I, when they sounds like Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. I won't say, but literally, I'm like freaked out. I think hey, I know who, who it is. Wait, I have a guess. Who is it? I'm not gonna. Say it. I'm gonna text Billy. You just got to tell me if I'm right. Is it Rico? Oh yeah, Rico. Rico has the softest hands. He's got little fairy boy hands. <laughs> Billy, just um, say it. I know who it is. Yeah, I don't want to say it on there. Billy, <laughs> Billy, Billy put his no, in the chat. No, only, the <laughs> only person sure. I can think of is me. I was one of the handsiest people in that office, but I haven't been there and I've never touched Billy. No. Yeah, Dan Katz. Yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Big Cat? Yeah, he's. I, Big Cat's Big Cat got, got some soft hands, Cat? Yeah, dude, it's it's weird. It's just because it's so different than what you'd think. Can we call him in? Can we call? Can we get him in the room? He's no, on the dude. yak right now. Uh, can we ha- can we hack into the yak? I don't know. No, let's I let's just leave. This, Actually, let's just cut it. This, I don't get this would not be a. So Billy just got back to the office like 15 minutes ago. Billy returning and then calling Big Cat in to be like Billy says you got. That's not a You're good so way for Billy to show himself. Yeah, Billy, let's wait at least like a day before you get under Big Cat's skin. That also yeah. wasn't even my guess. My guess was gonna be TJ. TJ's got very soft hands. I can see that. You ever dapped up TJ? Yeah. By the way, can I get some recognition for my meaty mitts? Great job. Meaty I don't mitts. want people think I have soft hands. 
I have, oh, you do guys. Okay. He sent he sent a, a pic to the group and he showed his calluses. You do have a lot of calluses. I, I'm you. curious to know like what Drake, what has he held in his life? A, a microphone, microphone occasionally? Man, man. It, it, threw, it threw me for a loop. I dabbed him up twice. I dabbed him up in 2009 <laughs> at, a, at a video shoot. And then years passed, dog, 2016, 15. I seen him at a battle rap event. Dapped him up again. Same same texture. It makes like no, softer than it makes no. Nah, he get hand it, surgery. And, I, and I've never, I've, I've never ever in my life, like I've dapped up a lot of my heroes. I've dapped up famous people that you know I I, I like, I don't like, whatever. The only reason why it was so like I remember it because I was like that is that is wildly soft. Like I didn't know it was it was weird. It was weird. You know why it's even weirder? Like some of the dude, like one one of the dudes with like the like most callous hands I've ever had. What he was a paraplegic and he had to like use his wheelchair all the time and like use the wheels. Yeah. And on Degrassi, he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. So who was wheeling around the wheelchair? He had. I. This goes back to my theory that I think Drake had plastic <laughs> surgery on his hands to make them softer once he got money. It's like this it's like your, reupholster. Is, hold on. You said this goes back to my theory. Like you. you <laughs> yeah. Like, this wait, you never like a, this. a minute and a half ago when I asked if oh. he had hand surgery. <laughs> It's like, Billy, do you mind slugging your green tea not directly into the microphone? Sorry. <laughs> um, it's like when you get a couch reupholstered with new velvet on it. Drake pro- Drake's got enough money and he probably knows enough good plastic surgeons that he can go in and be like, hey, but nah, can nah, you touch I my him hands? In two- I tapped him in 2009, though, when I dapped him. I dapped him in 2009 when, when he was just... He on the verge of superstardom, like yeah. 2008, he, his mixtape blew, and 2009, I think, was when he was um, he was fresh off Degrassi at that. Yeah, point. That was like so far gone, right after. Yeah, yeah, so far gone, right after that. Um, he was in a video with uh, I think it was Bun. Um, uh, I forget what it's called, but um, yeah, man, I don't know. He's been soft for years. Who's the softest I, I hands? Hope, I hope he's grabbed things since 2016. Avery, quote that. Please yeah, don't, man. Yeah, put that on a quote card. I'm going to blog that, y'all be, too. Y'all be doing the most with the quotes, bro. Arian Foster <laughs> says Drake has the softest hands he's ever touched. That's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. I don't I don't know, dude. I've met him twice. Like, have never had a real conversation with him. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know. Houston rapper uh, Bobby Fino. Nah, <laughs> man. Nah, I see you in and then his stands, oh, your music sucks, bro. And I'm like, bro, I don't care. Like, I'm not into this back and forth shit. I, you know, that's that's why that's the one thing I regret about this show, dog, is we had on Buddy for TMZ, and I ain't telling fuck you. And you talked a lot of shit beforehand, too. I just, it was, because at the time, the podcast, in my defense, the podcast was, like, new. And I thought it was, like, one of our first guests, actually. Yeah. And 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 I was like, I didn't want to ruin the flow of the show of, like, of like bringing some partners personal shit in but i definitely should have said hey, i man, don't fuck you i don't remember if it was in the show or not but before we interviewed him you're like man i fucking hate this guy i'm gonna yeah. tell him off fuck no. that. i didn't say i was gonna tell him off but i was definitely said I, I fucking hate that dude but also and to this day they still write hit pieces about me and there's even no news about me anymore it's crazy <laughs> so like when when my tweet went viral for uh my jersey thing and, and i called the nfl out for for um tmz wrote an article about this shit People send it to me, and I got them blocked and muted. And they sometimes did, they still show up. What did they, they did, say uh, about you? They did the Dwayne. Haskins. I didn't read it. There's no way I read it. But it was like it was like they it put me and Ray Rice 
and the NFL doesn't show Ray Rice. It's just like it's just messy, messy. That's what TMZ is. I don't. I'm not friends with anybody who follows TMZ. Well, messy I'll, bitches. I'll send you the Drake link tomorrow as soon as it goes up before TMZ <laughs> on, picks bro. it up. Come on, <laughs> I, bro. Okay, mark my words, bro. Big TMZ. There is a high <laughs> probability that this gets picked up, dog. I was on a podcast with my guy Van Lathan, and, and in context of the conversation, I was saying like. If you listen to Tupac's music, like right, it's it's not like inherently deep, right? Like like it's not like a, uh, it's not very complicated. Right? Maybe I could have worded it better, but it's not like a, it's, it's a very easy rhyme scheme, whatever. Like I love Pac is my favorite artist of all time. I prefaced it with that. The next day, TMZ writes an article saying Arian Foster says Tupac's not deep. I got death threats from that shit, dog. <laughs> literal, literal death. Dude, dude was like, I'm gonna kill him when I see him, and I'm like. For, for Pac, bro, that's just crazy. And so I was like, that motherfucker's like, I don't know, man. Like TMZ, they for whatever reason they just got it out for me. Though I don't know. There was another one. There was another one where I was on Twitter just talking, and I was like, yeah, I pee in the hot tub. TMZ wrote an article about Aaron Foster pees in the hot tub. I'm like, who? Like who is fucking just sitting there waiting to write a dumbass I onion think, piece on me? Bro? I think you. We, we think don't you do f- terribly dissimilar things at this company. Yeah, I think you fucked Harvey's wife. I was gonna say I've been there on a slow day. I might have. <laughs> That's. I mean, it seems what's like. Her na- what's her name? I don't know. It seems like there's some actual malice there. Like they're it's wild. I don't do nothing to TMZ. I don't know nobody there. Like, but fuck them. Fuck everybody that works there too. Yo, Big T, you that you the you the little you the little kid that loved birthday parties. Of course, as a kid, maybe I hate birthday. I like I haven't, really? I haven't celebrated a birthday in I don't know how long. I agree. With When's that. your birthday? Because we are celebrated this year. It was May fourth. You were here. Oh, we went fuck. to the we went oh, to shit. the Braves game. Oh. <laughs> well, shit. We never celebrate. Oh, yeah. we celebrated birthday to Maddie. I thought. Yeah, her birthday was two. That was the sixth or the second. It was. The I didn't know that was that your day. birthday. No, I didn't know we it was your birthday. I keep it low on, key. We kept, went to the Mets <laughs> on my birthday, but Big T's was that Wednesday that yeah. we recorded. Yeah, I didn't know. See, I didn't know. We did definitely turned up. No, I got you a little birthday gift in there. That got you a little stripper gram, bro. That'd have been fire. That's, that's okay. That'd have been fire. All right, guys, we will see you next next Tuesday for macrodosing. Um, it'll be June, right? Probably. <sighs> yeah. Well, we'll probably be a day late because it's Memorial Day next Monday. Oh, that's right, Memorial Day. So. The June bugs will be out. They will. The June bugs right. will be Nailed out. It. They, will wait, they wait for June. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys.